Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, everybody. I originally posted a podcast episode about Baron Wollman in November of 2019, just about a year ago. But I'm bringing it back with this intro to mark his passing at age 83. Wollman started with photography while he was stationed in the military in West Berlin in the early 1960s and went on to become Rolling Stone magazine's first staff photographer. Rolling Stone confirmed Wollman's death with his representative who said, quote, It is with a sad heart that we announced the passing of Baron Wollman on November 2, 2020. Baron died peacefully at the age of 83 after a battle with ALS. Baron's pictures gave us a rare, comprehensive, and accurate reflection of that time executed by a gifted artist whose visual intelligence is unsurpassed, end quote. Rest in peace, Baron Woolman. Hope you'll go on and listen to the episode about the man and his work coming up right after this. And now our main topic for this episode, the unique way rock and roll photographer Baron Woolman tells his story. The late Michael Putlin was a great music photographer because he had access. Baron Woolman, who was Rolling Stone Magazine's first photographer, confirms the value of access in his unique audio website that looks like a record spinning on a turntable. But let me step back a minute and tell you that I recently received the gift of a book called Baron Woolman Presents the Rock and Roll Revolution. This beautifully designed large format photo book features dozens of Woolman's black and white photographs of the greatest rock and roll musicians of the 1960s. Unlike Putland's work, most of these photographs are either concert photographs or band photographs. Access for Woolman primarily meant access to the concert stage, but he was also really friendly with many of the musicians. While the book is interesting and Woolman's images are reproduced in beautiful, grainy glory, the true treasure is the accompanying website, rockonwithbaron.com. On the website, you push a play button and a vinyl record rotates on a turntable as Woolman recounts his experience shooting for Rolling Stone. While it refers page by page to the images in the book, you don't really need the book to enjoy the stories. Woolman credits Bill Graham with giving him the much-needed access to the musicians and allowing him favorable stage positions during shows. In describing a performance portrait of Jimi Hendrix, Woolman said that he kept missing key shots, but eventually realized that musicians repeat musical phrasing during performances and usually repeat the same movements too. And with that understanding, he was able to anticipate and be waiting for a musician's upcoming gestures and expressions. And of course, he reminds us that in 1967, there were no motor drives or autofocus to help nail the shot. And he said that he was thrilled to get two or three good images from a roll of 36 exposure film. Woolman describes discreetly photographing Jimi Hendrix in a travel lodge motel in San Francisco while he was being interviewed by one of Rolling Stone's writers. He said that offstage, Hendrix was so quiet and shy that you'd have to sometimes ask him repeatedly what, what it was that he said. Woolman said that he always used natural light if possible, even if it was just light from a motel window. Interestingly, Woolman said that in the early days of Rolling Stone, he never got paid, but he worked for free in exchange for owning the photographs, which he described as a good investment in retrospect. 
But since Rolling Stone started out as a lo-fi black-and-white publication printed on newsprint, Woolman only ever shot black-and-white photographs. When he was hired by another publication to shoot performance photos of Janis Joplin in color, he found out that she didn't have any upcoming concerts. So she walked over from her house, came to his studio, brought her cassette player with her music on it, and with the intention of lip-syncing to her own songs while he photographed her in color. But he said that within minutes, she was giving him a full-blown concert while he photographed her on color film. Anyways, if you're interested in the history of rock and roll or concert photography or just photography in general, rockonwithbaron.com is a fun listen even without the book to use as a reference, but of course the book is a great investment too. Woolman narrates the entire story, and it's rare to hear these kinds of anecdotes and backstories and experiences from the mouth of the photographer himself, so I would definitely check it out. And that's it for this week's episode, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and come back for future episodes. This is Keith Dotson signing off.